0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to High School Not So Much A Musical. In part two of our conversation with Jan Mark, we will talk about how we made a switch from Schneider Electric to flipping houses and striking a rich. We'll get to that right after this. This is High School Not So Much A Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jeladanki and Ayush Agarwal. Perfect. So could you please talk about a little bit about how you made your transition from Snyder Electric to the real estate business and why the real estate business is so important and how high schoolers can get involved? Because something that I've seen a lot is that real estate is probably like the easiest way to get rich if you know what you're doing. So could you just quickly talk about how high schoolers can get involved in real estate, how you made the switch over to real estate and maybe what your like first investment was?
1: Sure. Um, um, That's that's quite um, that, that's quite interesting. It's a good question because um, so a, a couple of things have uh, are a little bit different for us than they are they are probably for uh, for other people. Um, but it it just shows how uh, how things can go and how things usually go. And so when uh, we get the the book rich Dad put at at one point like from I think from the first coach my wife ever had. So we do have we do have business coaches. Uh, and like different consultants depending on when it comes to what because you never know everything and so we just love those fast tracks and they they help us a lot because they um, trigger different uh, different thinkings and so when we uh, when we started all of this um, my wife uh, was getting self-employed as a real estate appraiser so appraisers are the are the people that basically they they go to your home and they value your home. Um, and there, there is a, at least in Germany, there's a very rigorous process. Um, and they are talking about, um, like, how much your your home is valued, which is totally different than the market price. But we'll, we can come to that uh, later. So there's a there's a difference on that and totally different than the cost of a real estate actually. But um, so she she got from her first coach uh, she got that book rich that poor dad and uh, we were listening to that um on a, a trip we had to the us but also on a drive uh, back from grenoble to to germany so you would drive through switzerland and that drive was usually about a six hour drive sometimes um sometimes four hours if you had no traffic so it's like the perfect thing for an audiobook And so we we listened to that and and it changed how we were looking at what we want in life. Because uh, it's like, I was working the 80 hours. Uh, My wife was in in Grenoble um, and every time she saw me I would be sick, tired, or just freaking out because uh, of something that was going on. So um, we said like, okay, this is maybe not the road we wanted to go. Um, because we wanted to go, uh, if you want to make a career in an international company, then it's good if you change countries. So usually it means if you want to go into the, job man- into the top management, that you should have worked in four or five different countries in three to five year intervals, um, which takes a toll. And um, so, so we've, we finally, we, we thought like, okay, this is not the thing to go. Um, we had a real estate at that point. Um, back in germany which we bought just before we moved um, talk about timing and uh, we realized we have a lot of negative cash flow and we can talk about that later so we uh, we scrambled and we we made sure that at the end we could sell it but uh, we realized we want to do something different so the the first step that we basically took is we said like okay i'm gonna keep the job um, we're gonna move back to germany because that's um, like the market we knew the best, we uh, could have like the best opportunities there. Um, so we made the arrangement so that I could change the job, but keep the job in Schneider Electric. Um, and she would become self-employed and start as a financial advisor, financial planner, and um, as a real estate appraiser. And then out of that, um, because she was seeing that, so when you are an appraiser in Germany, um you are allowed to value the the home of somebody or the real estate of somebody but you are not allowed to tell them um financial advice so um even if you know they're gonna go broke because they 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 are telling you how much they are earning and what they are doing and how much the thing is gonna cost them and you know okay they're gonna be broke in 20 years they just don't know it you can't tell them because you're not allowed And if you are a financial planner, on the other hand, you are not allowed to value the real estate, um, and you are not allowed to. um, Like usually, people come to you when when it's too late. So um, because the financial education in Germany uh, really sucks, it's nothing that we have in our schools. Um, So if you don't have it at home, um, you the the deck is rigged against you. And so we we said like, okay, out of that came then, together with a coach came the idea that we want to to change that. And this is how our Legacy Builders Global, our real estate company uh, came to life because we wanted to change the way investors see investing and to get people access to things they don't get from the banks and they don't get normally. So, basically what what we did over the last uh, four years so what you have to uh, to keep in mind is and this is why I, i kept my job longer um so is we have a four and a half year old son so right now he's four and a half year and he's like two weeks older than than our company so he was born um just no, our company is two weeks older than him. Sorry, we opened the company just before he was born. Um, so, we we built the company. Um, so my wife mainly built the company while um, having a baby, and I had a full-time job. So we were working like at nights. And there is like, there is the thing: you you suddenly you are glad to work 80 hours and 100 hours. But you only work 40 hours on the job and then the rest is basically for you so we uh we went into that and um yeah and then we just build it next to next to the job because the job gives you so we bought uh we bought two more properties um at that time because the job gives you the credit score the job gives you um at least for us because we we'll, if you have a kit it like looking at life changes because you have somebody that depends on you that means you want to make sure that uh, that person gets the right food that like there is no question about like can we afford that can we pay that bill so we uh, so i kept the job and um, we basically bootstrapped the the whole company which which means we had zero investors money at that point Uh, so we financed everything ourselves um, and now we're going to roll out franchising, so which is pretty awesome. And yeah, it's just you have to take the, the dedication. And real estate, yeah, is always said it's an easy way. Um, there are different things if you look at real estate. If you, you can do buy and hold, which means buy a property, um, and you just hold it and rent it out, uh, which is a good thing which can be a good strategy um, if you're very busy. You can do uh, fix and flip, and this is like something that is very common in the US, um, where you basically you buy properties that are in need of repair, and then you fix them up and you sell them on. It's a great way to build uh, to build equity um, because you, uh, you can do it and you can build up your equity in order then to uh, invest and what a lot of people do in, in Germany, but I also have um, US contacts that do kind of the same, they do a, a fix and hold, which basically is the combination of both, which offers a lot of benefits because they are um, they are buying a property that needs repair. They are putting the repair up, then they are renting it out, but instead of selling it as a home or whatever, they rent it out and then they refinance so they they with like it's basically like a bank withdrawal they get the money from the bank because now the property is valued more they can get the money they get their money out and they basically have a property where they have no money in and they still make a monthly cash flow this is uh this is a really cool thing i don't know if property is the easiest thing to uh, to get rich but um, whoever you you ask, it's it's never about the money. If you're doing something um, for the money, at one point uh, you, you will fail. That's my that's my conviction, because you're gonna chase the money, and as as soon as you start chasing the money, it starts running away from you. If you stop chasing the money, it will come.
0: Definitely, yeah. There's that common uh, quote: "Don't." chase the money, but instead chase what you're passionate about and then the money will follow up. So um, you are obviously very passionate about real estate, you know, dealing with investment properties, dealing with finance, startups, etc. So if you could talk about, you know, some of your own personal experiences with real estate, uh, what are some of, you know, the prized real estate possessions that you own? What are some of the properties that you're most proud of? What are uh, some of the properties that you've invested in over the years? And what was your thought process behind investing in those specific process uh, in in those specific properties um and how did you kind of decide that they were a good fit for your long-term and short-term goals
1: okay um let let let's start with the with, with how everything started um which was probably the the biggest mistake uh, my wife and ever did um and i i give you i give you the story because it's a it's something that um, everybody can can learn something from is so so my mom is is an architect um, with decades of experience very good contacts um, building homes like everything um, but self-employed um, and she was very very successful with that she now she's retired um, and the uh, my father was a was an electrical engineer for like local utility company so Everything about electric, he knew every everything. You can have very good contacts with electricians and stuff like that. And my wife at that point was a property developer uh, for shopping centers, so they would revitalize shopping centers um, and renovate them and stuff like that. So there was a lot of real estate knowledge. And when we uh, when we just like landed our first job and uh, relocated close to frankfurt um like at that time i don't remember what what year it actually was i think it was 2009 or 2010. i think it was somewhere there i think it was 2009 and um so we uh we figured out hey um why not buy an apartment instead of paying rent And my parents at that point uh, said like, yeah, that's the thing you definitely should be doing because the interest rate is very low. It's only 4.5%. Today, you would joke about 4.5% because in Germany right now you get, if you have bad credit, it's 2%. If you have very good credit, it's like somewhere 0.9% sometimes um, on on interest rate. Um, So, um, and they, like, long story short, they said it's like, you should buy something so we we found something that we kind of liked um it was a three-room apartment um the only thing was that um in order to like it was an okay apartment um and maybe needed some renovations that were that what would normally have been done burn um so since we had all of the real estate knowledge and my wife she has a gift when she walks into a property she sees how the property should look like not how the property looks like i can't do that um but she can so uh basically uh, she and my mom were walked into that property of course uh, I, I was there as well and it was like this like okay we need to take the bathroom out um and we're gonna take the walls out between the uh the one room like the main sleeping room and the kids room and we take the bathroom out which was like all in one area and uh, we'll make it an open kitchen so we put the kitchen where the bathroom was and the other thing um, is going to be open uh, open space for the living room and where the living room is on the other side and the kitchen so in the kitchen we're going to put the bathroom um, and the living room we're going to put walls up and we're going to divide it into two rooms so basically you flip the whole apartment 180 degrees um, because then you had a nicer balcony and there were many reasons for doing that but of course all of this involves some cost and if you think like i'm moving in there um then you like you easily spend the money so we we started spending the money and like we we asked sometimes we didn't do a budget which was the mistake number one um, and then we put uh, like we had a steam shower in and a huge bathtub where two people can fit next to each other because why not? Um, everything was top notch. Um, so it's like we put I don't I don't know how, we never we never did the calculation on that apartment because otherwise we would probably go nuts. Um, so we we put a lot of money in there um i remember we had some some tiles where they would cost uh 10 euro a piece which right now would be more like 15 euros a piece um, which is about 20 um so just because they looked very very nice and um so we, we put a lot of money in um, which nearly um, like bankrupted us at that time uh, because we didn't have a budget. We trusted that everybody would like knows that it shouldn't be too expensive. but at the end uh, well if you don't plan, um, then you're gonna get the, the invoices and um, at that point that was like there was a lot of money wasted on a lot of things. But um, it was a really nice apartment. So when we then, uh, when we then had to move to Grenoble or got the opportunity to move, because we didn't have to, but we wanted to, uh, we rented it out. But we had about a negative cash flow uh, of 500 euros a month, uh, which is a lot of money when you have to basically finance the like you have the rent, but still you have every month you have to put up 500 euros just to hold that apartment. And um, so after, uh, after a while, um, there, there was an issue at that time, a legal issue with a lot of German bank contracts. So we had a lawsuit with, uh, with our bank um, or we threatened them with a lawsuit because we didn't go to court. Um, and we got an agreement that we can get out of the loan earlier and uh, that enabled us to sell the apartment. Um, in the meantime, we still had like two more lawsuits with our neighbors because we couldn't agree on some other things. Um, so all of, all of this, I think this was the biggest learning property ever for us because everything that like you don't want to have, we had it. And um, it's, um, it's at that time, I mean, at one point, I, I remember that, uh, that they actually, they, they switched us off the power uh, because we simply we forgot to pay the uh the electric bill because we had so many bills at that point um that at one point uh you just don't want to deal with them um and then we had to get that re- reinstated that was quite a very humbling experience and uh for a while um we uh we had a budget uh of 50 euros uh, at that point that was okay um for food uh, per week for the two of us, um, so um, we we dug ourselves out of that hole, um, and there was a lot of uh, spaghetti involved and like like the cheap food you can basically buy, and um, yeah, th- this was this was a really really humbling experience, um, and then we, we learned a lot out of that, and everything that we do today we we couldn't uh, we couldn't do if we would not have done those mistakes so when whenever you do a mistakes a mistake or it feels like everything just failed um it's you never know for what it's good because in every failure there's a learning um, and you just have to find that one learning and just make sure you don't do it again um, and sometimes you will do it again because it's a different setting; it's not exactly the same. Um, like, but but it changed because today, um, next to the the one company that is going into franchising, we uh, we founded last year we founded our own fix and flip company um, in Germany, and so um, it's a total investor um, finance company, which means like our investors that we uh, that we work with they they put up the money um we have a partner that finds us the the deals and helps with the project management and uh, we have somebody that goes for us to the notary Uh, we have agents uh, that sell the property Uh, so we usually we never set foot in the property um we have a couple of phone calls so we just bought another property on Friday um I've never seen the property personal um we have run the numbers we have done the budget um we're gonna wire the money all cash um when it's uh when it's due which will be probably somewhere after uh, after Christmas and and uh, then we're gonna uh, sell the property probably in in February and that is like if you see like the one thing and like 2010 and now it's 2021 and like the mistake wasn't 2000 well it was 2010 but it took us i think five years to get out of that so we really started like in 2015 and the company started in 2017 so it's not that long so you can turn it around I mean, at the end money is just that money is just money um and if it's uh, if it's there it's good if it's not there well you will you'll have to find it um and it's for for us today it's we're not we're not doing it for the money the money is always a result if you take care like of your of your tenants in real estate if you take care of your investors and your clients they they will take care of you it's that simple okay thank you for that um thank
0: you so much for that so we're coming towards the end of our podcast and um one of the staples of high school not so much a musical is we asked the person we brought on um like i we asked the person that we brought on like a tips question where they can give the listener the listeners or the high schoolers any general advice so um jan mark if you could talk about you know real estate investing just anything like that or give any advice to the high schoolers listening what would it be
1: well what, what I would have loved at that point is that I somehow would have found like books and would have actually read them or um, I, I tried to educate myself on uh, on stock market at that point of time that but is find yourself some people um, that are on the journey towards financial education it doesn't have to be financial freedom um but financial education so that you that you understand how the game with money works because it is really that it's it's a game and that you understand um what you should be doing with the money you are going to earn um and that um while there is the possibility of retirement accounts and all of that but um get get yourself educated because nobody is going to have your interest in mind as you do it's like you can delegate the task you can never delegate the responsibility it's a saying we have in our companies and that just applies as well when it comes to that and i hope um, sincerely that um, somehow i mean there are facebook groups there are like you can follow some influencers there are some good ones there are many bad ones um but there are so much resources available today youtube tutorials even you can even learn with tiktok i love tiktok uh, because it forces people to be short Um, there is so much things out there just try to learn as much as you can um, and then uh, everything else will take care of it uh, at the end, because I think financial education is probably the most important thing to learn because the skills for a job you can always learn on the job.
0: Thank you so much, Jan Mark, for all your advice. I definitely agree that personal finance is like something that kids need to start learning more in school, need to start adopting it because. Kids who go into the real world right now from high school, they just, they simply just don't know how to live or how to make money on the side anymore. They just convince themselves that getting into college is the only thing. But college is only a part of it. You need to know how to, exactly what you were saying, you need to know how to have personal finance skills. So thank you so much, Jan, Mark, for your time. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's our show for today. Now roll the credits. High School Not So Much in Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal, Nitin Jaladanki, and Rishi Sinha. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.